0: Storybook faith or real faith? There are times in my life I think sometimes, am I just living a story? I mean, you know, this is how faith works, but I mean, I'm just trying to get it down, but I'm human, so I'm struggling somewhat. Now, I know I'm not the only one in the building that that's happened to, but I mean, just saying, okay, God, how do I keep my focus on what I know is real? So, you know, sometimes it seems like we fake it till we make it, and I get it. And, and really, in some cases, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So, hear me out before you turn the channel or turn me off. Because your faith is not, the foundation of your faith is not your emotions. I mean, we just need to understand that. If you go by how you feel, whoo, it's not by feeling, it's by the fact in what Christ did on Calvary and that covenant that you have received as a child of God. And so, sometimes I don't, you know, I'm like, I, just because I don't see him working, we walk by faith and not by sight. He's still working. So, but there are times when the enemy lies to you. How many knows he lies? He's the father of lies. And and you feel like a fake or a fraud because you just feel like this, you know, it doesn't seem like it's worth it, you know, it's working and I can't take this anymore. I'm at the end of my rope or whatever the case is. If I could show you this morning, if I could give you maybe five ways that you could You would know if you have storybook faith or real faith and you could find out, hey, I could, I I got some tweaking to do, but I'm going to have some real faith. Would you apply it? That's what I want to do this morning. Whatever we need, how many knows that faith is the answer? God is our answer. And in God, there's faith. And that's, you know, there's nothing God hasn't provided or won't provide for us in this life. And faith is the key that unlocks that door. It's important in our spiritual life. Faith pleases God. That's Hebrews eleven sixteen. 16. That's how we got salvation. That's how we receive anything uh, that, you know, signs, wonders, miracles. When we're having this September, to remember, this is going to happen by faith. Jesus always was locating faith. Kim and I have been, you know, on different trips, and we're talking in the car, and we'll look at each other, and we'll say, well, I guess we just located our faith. We thought we were here, and then we found out when we're what comes out of our mouth. Come on that's not where we were so we had to pull back and say okay if i'm looking at the story where am i sitting in this so how real is this where am i really at that's how everything in the kingdom works that's how his promises were everything they're yes and amen it's do we believe and receive do we confess believe receive and we don't doubt how do we get to that spot the Bible says the Lord is looking for people with faith to show himself strong to. Second Chronicles sixteen nine. The eyes of the Lord search the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. What a fool you've been. From now on you will be at war. That first part of that scripture is the one. He is looking for people that are totally committed. People that are sold out for the cause. People that will say, you know what? I I I am so convinced. I am fully persuaded, as Paul would say. You can't tell me anything different. I've seen too much. You can try to say no, no, that doesn't happen. These signs aren't for today. Healing's not for today. This isn't for today. I'm telling you, you might as well just shut your mouth. I have seen too much. I've seen God do it in today's time. I've seen it happen in my life. He's looking for people that are convinced. I'm here to tell you this morning something you already know. Faith is going to change your life. If you want to see something in your life change, you want, God, I just... Faith is your answer. It is faith in God. That's how things will change. Mark eleven twenty two says, Then Jesus said to the disciples, I like this, then. These 12 guys... These are his peeps. This is gang. This is, this is, these are his dudes, man. They're hanging out with the king of kings and lord of lords. You would just be like in awe. I mean, knowing what we know now, we have the history of that. They are just walking, watching it happen for the first time. And then some of them are going, oh, let's write about that. God wants me to put this down. But I mean, that is amazing. And he says then, he says, have faith in God. But if we go by our feelings, if you've been through some stuff, you might say, you know what? I don't feel like I have faith. I'm drained. I'm in suck dry. I'm in the desert. But the faith we have didn't start within us or with us. In other words, we didn't create it. Not what we started with. God gave us the measure of his own faith. It's important for you to know that today. That's in Romans twelve three. It means that you have a measure of the one that created the universe, the one that made the mountains, the one that put the song in the songbird's mouth, the one that made the ocean, the one that made the depths of that, the one that made the sky, the grass green, the one that made all the colors said, I am going to give you faith. So when we look at that night sky... Shooting stars, look at those clouds, the sun shining, birds in the air. You gotta remind yourself, he put faith in me. The, the one that made the things that I'm looking at put faith inside me. Now, this is our part. We have to learn how to use it. That's why Jesus would say something like, then, he's establishing already, okay, now we've got this established, you know who I am, so now, then, You just you have to have faith in God. You have to believe. Faith is, in essence, really not a movement, not a group, not a doctrine. We all there's people it's the faith movement. I, I get it, but we're talking about something even deeper than that. This is how God functions Himself. And it's how He told us to function and live. When we walk in faith, it challenges us to discover truth about ourselves, about what's going on. And it helps us answer questions. Some that just seem to push the button. You know the button. Everybody has the button. How do we know sometimes if I'm in faith or if I'm just pretending or I'm just pie in the sky? I'm just saying things. What's real and what's not? 2 Corinthians 13.5 says examine yourself and see if your faith is genuine. Test yourself. Surely you know that Jesus Christ is among you. If not, you've failed the test of genuine faith. Does that mean faith isn't always what it appears to be? Well, this is possible here since 2 Timothy 1.5, Paul tells Timothy that he recognizes his unfeigned faith. And so let me explain some of that. In the New Living Translation, it says this. I remember your genuine faith. This is 2 Timothy 1.5. For you share the faith that first filled your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And I know that same faith continues strong in you. Another version states unfeigned faith. And to feign means to fake. And Paul is saying here that he knows Timothy's faith is unfeigned or genuine rather than fake. He says, I know because of what you've been brought up in and the faith that was around you, I know it's real and you have that same faith. That's why we're supposed to examine ourselves. Look inside. Take an honest look at the state of our faith. And then we can make adjustments along the way. I'm telling you, man, anybody that says, I know it all, I got it all, I am the all to it, you better watch out. I mean, I, we've been doing this a long time, and I have got so much yet to learn. It is all about trusting in faith On Jesus. Trust and obey. They they made a song about it. There's no other way. It's about leaning on the one that where you don't see all of the future, but he does. He holds your future. So is your faith real? I'm going to give you five things. Give your neighbor a high five. And this is how you can tell a little bit. All right. This hopefully will help you, those that are watching. I mean, you can go to the Bible app and you'll see all of these notes uh on the bible app but they are not you'll just have the scripture up here here's number one are you speaking god's word are you speaking god's word well you have people in your faith circle so to speak or the word of faith circle however you want to say it people that walk in faith understand the power of words Every idle word is being heard. You need to understand that there is power in everything that we say. See, we don't see that. We just see, like, the important things. And I understand. But we need to make sure, and you might be saying this, and I've said the same thing. That is too much for me to handle. I can't handle that. But according to the scripture, we can do all things through Christ. So basically... We just have to know when to talk and maybe there's some things we need to say. Maybe some things we probably shouldn't say. 11.23 of Mark, it says that we will have what we say. So if we speak right words and we are understanding that principle... And we quit saying words that aren't what we really want because I've preached a message on this just to have it reminded back to me, which I needed it reminded back to me because even then, how many have ever had somebody tell you something and you knew they were right and they were going to call you on it but you were telling it to yourself before they called it on and you wished you would have just not said it so they wouldn't have had to call you on it because you knew you shouldn't have said it in the first place and you wanted to, should have just said, I know, I know, I know. Matter of fact, that's one of my... uh, youngest daughter that's like growing up that was her favorite two words i know she's the smartest person i've ever met because she knows a lot no matter what i told her i know anyway careful what you speak because if you my i i I preached like i said a, a message and i was my message the part of it was just speak the end result what do you want to see it hasn't happened yet but if you're going to speak something, wouldn't you rather speak something that the end result is something that God wants and not? We could go on, and we will here in just a second, but Mark eleven twenty three 23 says, I tell you the truth, you can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up, thrown into the sea, and it will happen. But you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. See, this is what happens. And, I, and I, again, I'm speaking to myself, so just understand, so hopefully I'll get right where you're at. And I think we can all get guilty of this if we're not careful. We, we've been guilty of saying, you know, I believe in God for this. And there's nothing wrong with believing God for things. So I don't want this taken out of context. Let me explain. I'm believing for this, I'm believing in for that. But sometimes we are substituting believing for wishing and wanting. Let me explain. Because as I was writing this, I'm like, this is too close to home. And there's nothing wrong with wanting, and and because the Bible says he'll give you the desires of your heart. So wanting and wishing is okay. But then there's also that will thing. God's will. Sometimes, you know, we want things that could be outside of his will. Come on. We don't want to say that. Just because I need or want something doesn't mean I'm actually believing either And it doesn't mean that what I'm wanting or wishing for is wrong I'm trying to peel this back so I can hopefully make this a little more clarity and clear What happens is when I find out maybe what I'm wanting or wishing is in his will But I I have found out that I am not at faith level yet. So it's still in, it's not at the belief level, it's at the wanting level. Have you ever felt like my faith isn't there yet? That's what I'm talking about. Somebody says, well, we can believe God for that. And you're like, I'm just trying to get through the day. I'm not even talking about next month or next year. You know what I mean? So it doesn't mean that what you're believing for isn't good. It just means, man, I got to get to that level. My faith isn't activated yet. I'm still at this, I, I can't see that past me level. And some, some people are past that. They've walked it longer or they just are, it's easy for them to receive. Have you ever met people that are just easy to receive? Kids are like that. That's why God talks about kids coming in, you know, the kingdom is so great because kids don't have to have all of these answers and all that. They just believe. My my kids used to say, "Daddy, do you promise?" Because if I promised, as far as they were concerned, it's done. That was it, because they, they would argue, oh, well, no, 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 we're not going to the park today. We're not." And then Mal could say, "Uh-huh, Dad promised," and the boys would be like, "Oh, okay, I guess we're going to the park today." Because as long as I said I promised, there was just that was it in stone. Just because we say we're believing, we need to know that we are actually believing. And again, there's nothing wrong with wishing and wanting, but I want to have faith, not just to want to want. Okay? Sometimes, don't we try to convince ourselves we have it by just repetition? I have it, 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 I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. (laughs) I do have faith. But Saying, listen, I'm believing, is not how faith comes. Faith comes by hearing the word of God, not hearing yourself say, I believe. I think it's important to hear yourself say, but that's not how it comes. You have to get the word of God in there, not just yourself. Fill up on the word of God every day and read or listen to teachings or get on podcasts or Whatever, you know, sometimes we can't always be in like you maybe you have somebody that you love to follow and you're like, oh, I just love them. But man, I, I you know, they're too far away. I can't travel to see them or I didn't. But you can actually visit them, so to speak, in some of the material that they put out. in a book or, or listen to it in a podcast. And so just do what you can do. Do you realize if you did and said, you know what, I'm going to trench myself in the word. I'm going to get myself set up so that I'm in the word and I have a 20-minute commute to work, and you, you tell yourself, 15 of that 20 minutes, I'm going to listen to a podcast on the way to work and back. Do you realize in a year the hours that you would have spent in God's Word? It will have a dramatic effect. Listen to what I'm telling you on your faith walk. There's a, di- uh, uh, there's a big difference between having heard and hearing. Having heard is I heard it. Hearing is I hear it. I keep hearing it. I hear it again. I hear it some more. Because that's how faith is built. It is what I get myself. I want to be exposed to the word of God. I want to be exposed to the kingdom of God. So that what God has, those promises become the way I start to think. The way I start to, to walk. The way I, I begin to see things. It changes my perception and my perspective. 13.5 of 2 Corinthians says, examine yourselves. And we start right there. Next time you say, you hear yourself say, I'm believing. Just ask yourself these questions. Ask yourself, am I really believing? Am I really believing? I've told God stuff. I'm like, I'm believing for this. And he said, this is what he said. Right away. He goes, No, you're not. I said, Yes, I am. Don't argue with God because you can't win. He said, No, you're not. I said, I am. And I was believing because something He said, you're not believing. You're not even making space for that to happen. And I was like, you're right. We cried out to God. God, we, we, we want to go on vacation. We want this. We want that. And, and God, this is what he said. You're not even saving a dollar. You're right. You see, you're going to have to pull back some of the storybook of just name it and claim it and blab it and grab it and, hey, uh, yeah, pie in the sky. and You're going to have to do some real work because salvation is the gift. We are saved, come on, by grace, but it is the walk that costs you. You're going to have to walk this thing out. You're going to have to take God for what he said, believe him for who he is, and start walking it. If no one else is even walking, I will walk by you myself. It doesn't matter what everybody's doing. You see, when it comes to even raising children, this was my heart. I want to blaze a trail. Did I make mistakes? Yeah. But I didn't plan them. But I learned from them. So, But I want my children to go, this is the trail that he blazed. Was he perfect? No, he was not perfect. But he led the way. So that I could see the way and I could walk that way and God willing, they'll walk it even greater than I have Because I'm not done If I'm not really believing Then wait Wait for what? And this is what he said to me I said, what do I tell him? Wait Wait for what? And he said for faith to come So what's that mean? That means then I have to keep renewing my mind. That's what Romans 12, 2 says. And it says when we are not transformed the way everybody else thinks in the world, that God will change the way, look at it, what the way we think. So we renew our mind by the word of faith. We renew our mind by the word of God. And we get where God wants us because we are Putting God's word in us. I love my wife. She's very studious. It's not only beautiful, she is smart. She's not like, hello, oh, hello, Buffy. She's not that. I mean, she's got brains and beauty. I might be the beast, but, you know. But she will study and she will will spout off scripture like she is Webster's Dictionary, man. She can just like it says in this, and it says in this, and you know why she can do that? I can do some of that too, but I think she's better at it than me. Why is she? That? Because she spends time putting that in her. It's kind of like your bank account. You want to make a withdrawal? You got to have stuff in there. You got nothing in there, they'll say no. You're overdrawn. You got nothing to pull from. She's got an arsenal to pull from. And really, to be honest, the devil doesn't want her to pull from what she's got. Because when she starts pulling, it starts flying. I'm saying, she'll, she'll quote scripture faster And Carter has liver pills. But when you begin to quote God, you have put it inside you. Then you'll notice a change. Instead of just saying I'm, I'm believing. You'll have faith for what you're believing for. Something will change. You know what'll change? The way that you wait. I'm preaching to myself. <laughs> Keith Moore says this. I love this line. If you'll be more selective, you'll be more effective. That's pretty good. In other words, what you say and what you put in, remember that old saying, garbage in, garbage out. You put God's word in, guess what comes out? God's word. If you're going to make a withdrawal, you deposit the good stuff. Number two, are you standing on God's word? If you say, I'm believing, based on what? I'm believing God for, okay, what are you basing it on? What scripture, what word, what has God said to you to base what you're believing for on. Real faith has a real foundation. So what have you heard about God on your situation? What have you heard from God on your situation? Let me put it that way. What has he spoken in your spirit, or what have you found in his word? What are you like, oh man, that is for me. You ever read the word and all of a sudden something goes boom, and you've read it a hundred times, but now it's like, ah, yeah. I have declarations in my phone that I say all the time because they're ones that I felt in my spirit to say, just like the Lord used Sandy today to give you Revelation 12, 11, They overcame him by the blood of the lamb. Come on, that means your covenant. means you're born again. And the word of, of your testimony. You understand, if you get a word from God, now you have a testimony. A lot of times we go through life with the monies, as Joyce Meyer says. Just, oh God, oh. But if I, But if I'm going through a test, Give me a word in this book that God will give me to fight. Put the word, now listen, put the word in. We already talked about what are we saying. Now what are we believing it? So I'm going to get that word. I'm going to put it inside me. <laughs> and that eliminates just, I don't know what I'm praying for. I'm just praying you know, we all make resolutions that a lot of us in it the first the year, what are you going? I want to get closer to God? That's pretty vague. We all could say that. How are you going to get closer to God? What are you going to do to get closer to God? Are you just going to say, I'm believing, I'm going to get closer to God. I'm going to what? That's the question. What scripture are we standing? It's got to be something that quickens in your spirit that the Lord speaks to you and you're like, that's it. That's the word for me. Maybe whatever you're up against, find the word. So when the enemy comes, you can say it is written and you can tell the devil just like Jesus did. Because aren't we supposed to do like Jesus did? Maybe if you don't believe that, that's why you're not seeing results. That sounds harsh, but I'm not trying to be harsh. I'm just trying to be real. If we believe that Jesus did what he did because he was Jesus, and we can't do that, then that's why you don't get any results. But Jesus said, you can do what I do, and even bigger things than that, because he said that in here. If you believe that, then it's true. Then you can find the word and go, it is written. You shall not come nigh my dwelling. It is written. My children are taught of the Lord, and great is their peace. Isaiah 53. It is written. You can start beginning to declare, come on, the things that God puts in there, the battles that you're facing, I believe for this. It is written. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm believing. It is so. There's a story of a young man. There's a famous preacher, and he had a Bronco. And this young man went to college where this famous preacher was, and he said, I'm believing. He's going to give me that Bronco. And he decided he was going to stand on Mark eleven twenty three. 23. You can have whatever you say. Now, that's what the Scripture says. Mark 9, 23 says, What do you mean, if I can, Jesus asked? Anything is possible if a person believes. All things are possible to him who believes. That might be the version that you see, but what the problem is is this young man is pulling out a scripture to stand on without considering the bible as a whole so many times we do that we just take something out of context and we make it we try to make it work for us again preaching to myself second 2 timothy two fifteen says work so hard you can present yourself Or work hard so you can present yourself to God and receive his approval. Be a good worker, one who does not need to be ashamed, and who correctly explains the word of truth. Which means to handle it correctly. And consider every verse of the Bible. Consider the context against, you know, are you just making this up or you're just, I'm going to use this. I only like this part of the Bible. I don't care what this one says. That's what we're talking about here. 1 John 5.14 It says, if we ask anything according, now here it is, to his will, he hears us. Everything that you ask and you know is probably not his will. Before we take a stand on the word of God, we have to believe that is his will for us or for you. In other words, I can't tell you really his will for you, but you can if you spend time with him. You will determine, you know... If you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, you're probably going to be miserable. Because that's not his will for you. It's not his perfect will. We can do some things, but we want to do what he's called us to do. Isn't that right? I want to walk in the way he wants me to walk. I want to see those things. So we can say a lot of things. I was with a guy when I was just getting started. I didn't know who this guy was. He was kind of a young kid. He was older than me. He put his hand on some car. We were just walking into the service. And he said, I'm on this car right here. He said, this guy, whoever owns this car is going to give me this car before the service is over in Jesus name. I looked at him like, what? We went in that service and I'm thinking, man, that'd be, that'd be awesome if that guy. We left that service. That guy never got that car. That never happened. And I'll tell you the story, the rest of the story here. That preacher never gave that kid his Bronco. He drove it for several years. Would it be wrong? No, it wouldn't be wrong if he did, but God's will had to be involved in that because now I have another person involved. So how do we hear from God? The more time we spend in the word of God, the quicker we recognize his voice. You can get a word in season for whatever you need from God. If you have ears to hear and the Bible talks about it, having ears to hear the Holy Spirit Will quicken it to you. He'll bring it to you My wife things happen for her and she'll hear something and it'll happen like what usually three times or something The Lord will quicken her she'll hear a verse or she'll see it and will like in in the same short time frame And it'll just confirm and confirm again And so it starts increasing our faith in the Lord and building our expectancy. You might be saying, This is what I'm believing. I'm believing P B is gonna come over to my house, mow my grass, babysit my kids. <laughs> Stop it, Scott. <laughs> it's possible. It's not like I haven't done anything like that, but now listen. You can have faith like that, but you know it would sure help your faith if you heard me say, "Hey, if you need me, to come over and watch your kids and mow your grass, I'll do it." <laughs> or, if, or you know, if you're praying that and then God impressed me to do that, and I went up to Scott <laughs> and said, "I'm gonna come over and mow your grass and watch watch the kids over there," then he'd be, you know, okay. But what I'm saying is because all of that involves. Free will that, you know, we have to understand if you didn't have free will, that's what makes your choice so grand because you get to choose Jesus. Choose this day whom you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It is the choice. Jesus chose to go to Calvary for you. If we were made no choice, then is that really love? If, If she was, you know, if I forced her to stay with me, It's not real love. She chooses to stay with me, right? (laughs) She goes, yes. She answered that right away. (laughs) You know, some situations are from God, you know, and those, those kind of things happen. I'm not above or beyond any of that. God can speak to that, and that can happen. We've seen some amazing things. But we need to hear from God, We can't just make things up and then go, okay, and then we put it on someone. We've had somebody, you know, I gave somebody, this is true, I gave somebody a truck. It was a great truck. It was a Ranger XLT. Free. Boom. There you go. The Lord told me, give it to that boy right there. You give him your truck. I don't want to give him my truck. God said, you give him your truck. And I told Kim, the Lord wants me to give him my truck. I thought she would say, you do not give him your truck. That is not of God. She said, give him your truck. So I did. I gave him my truck, and then people found out about it. We didn't make a big deal about it. People found out, and they all tried to get involved and help God. Because now we went from two vehicles to one. How many knows that if God told me to do something, he's good with that, and he... Since he owns a cattle on a thousand hills and his arm's not waxed short, according to Numbers 11.23, he could provide something. Okay, but I, I stalled all that. I want to say that one more time. I stalled all that. I stalled all that. Is there an echo in here? We had people come up and they had one guy got mad at another guy because he said, you are sinning. You're out of God's will. You were supposed to give pastor your Toyota Tacoma. And the guy said... Okay, but I don't feel that and he looked right at me and I said keep your truck I don't I don't feel that and I told the other guy be quiet Well, i'm just trying to help you out pastor. I don't need your help So I stalled a lot and I mean that was good that I said that but then you know, then there's all that then Because of the plant of the enemy For months I kept thinking I wonder if that guy's gonna give me his truck Does anybody else think like me? Because that's in the back of my mind. And so the enemy's got that carrot. (laughs) He's doing that. And it's affecting my faith. And I had to get to the place. Now, I'm just being honest. Storybook faith or real faith. Where I just said, God, I don't care. Keep the truck. I don't want the truck. And we had one vehicle for about a year. We have four kids. Uh, I hope. Hi-ho, it's off to church we go. We pack them up, we put them in, hi-ho. And they're all in there like, <laughs> they're stuck in a, in a car. I mean, you know, it was always, I'd go to work and I'd, I could take one of them or two of them and ease it up for mama. Not now. So what happened after that, when I finally said, you know what, I am going to believe. God gave me another vehicle. And then he said, Let's see if you learned anything. I got this vehicle. I'm like, yes. He said, I want you to give that away. But I just got it. But I did. I gave it away. And he gave me another one. I gave it away. He gave me a truck. No something. I don't know. And I had to sell it. He told me to sell it. And so I did. And then he told me to take that money and give it to the. I mean, it was just crazy how he did what he did. But it's just amazing. And during that time, he's just started providing supernaturally, things started happening. You've got to get yourself to the place of, Lord, it is just, I just believe in you. You need to hear from God, pray in the Spirit, and expect that God will answer and don't take the faith stand until you hear him confirm in you just start okay i got it i'm there here's number 3 it's 1136 so i'm going to hurry are you out of order <laughs> i'll go slower are you out of order are you praying when you should be saying and I'm going to say that again. Are you praying when you should be saying? Mark 11, 23 and 24. I tell you the truth, you can say to this mountain, may you be lifted and thrown into the sea and it will happen. But you must really believe it and it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything. And if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. Has it become revelation to you? Faith isn't from head knowledge. You can memorize every scripture in the Bible, but if it's not scripture that you believe, it's just really ink on paper and you studied for a test and you know whatever. But the word of God, if it's life-changing, you get revelation. And revelation can be let's let's look at it this way. The spirit of God reaches inside you and turns on the light. Like when he turns the switch on. Like you've said, you know, you've heard it and you've heard it, but then all of a sudden, boom, now you can see it differently or all of a sudden God shines on this you know the 23 and 24 is an expectant heart for assuredly i say to you whoever says to this mountain so now if we start believing what we are saying and it's in his will it's going to happen we see it happening but i want you to understand this is why this point is in here this scripture is not referring to prayer the scripture is referring to you to say to speak he didn't say pray about this mountain i mean i i think some of that's given yes we're going to get god's will but he is talking to speak to the mountain and you've heard me say this before but this is so true we keep telling god about our mountain instead of telling our mountain about our god and we get that mixed up because the enemy will try to get you just oh god you got to do this oh god you got to rebuke this oh god you got to and jesus and this is what he's saying. I gave you the ability to do that. Sometimes we're waiting on things to happen because we are not praying, we're asking amiss. It's not that we're asking the wrong thing, we're, we're going about it wrong. So we need to be speaking to the mountain. Speak to the mountain. He doesn't say beg God to move the mountain. We need to take the authority and speak to the mountain your need, your situation, the desire. Examine your heart. God, is this what you want for me? Is this is it does it go against your will? If your kids are sick or they have a fever, is that God's will? It's not God's will. Then I can speak to do I, "Oh God, please take the fever away." Stop that. You're not going to see any results with that. God wants that fever gone, but he gave you the authority. I'm going to talk to the fever. Because I have the authority, I'm the sheriff in this Dodge City, and you can't come in here and put fever on my kids, because I'm not going to put up with it. So I'm going to begin to declare the word of God and speak and believe what God has said. I don't have to beg him for things I already have. I start begging God, and he's like, I already gave that to you. I mean, favor just follows his kids. It just follows his kids, my son, I'm so proud of my son. He's been to hell and back. But man, he is doing so good. I'm so proud of him. He bought himself a house on his own. We moved him in yesterday. And I'm in like, whoo, whoo, go. It is awesome. And, and this, is what, this is what's so cool because this is God. He, he had to get a washer and a dryer. This is, this is his mother. Let dad go with you. Because wherever dad goes and he starts talking to people, good things start happening. Things start. I mean, you're going to get deals. So we go, and I did my normal breadism, and I wasn't even thinking. I swear, I think the guy changed vests. I swear, I thought his name was Sean. I've been calling him Sean all morning, and when he's checking us out, I look down and it says, "Hi, I'm Mason. Can I help you?" I looked at him. I said, "Is your name Mason?" He looked at me and smiled and said yeah i said i've been calling you sean he goes yeah i said did you switch best he goes nope so zach's beside me being my son he goes well that's great to know steve come on paul let's get this thing paid for And the guy starts laughing and all that so zach buys this washer and dryer and the guy says look i can do this so i'm going to go ahead and do this we're going to deliver this for free so i was able to tell god i said see that favor? It's not because I'm a nutcase. It's because God is with us and he helps us. And and Zach just has to laugh. Of course, then he has to share that with the family. Yeah. Guy's name was Mason the whole time. I've been calling him Sean. No wonder he didn't answer me very much. But there's great power in saying. Jesus spoke to the wind trees and the fever and, and Peter's mother-in-law. And it, and it healed and answered. Things happened. He spoke to the fig tree. It was cursed and died. I mean, it is in the power of saying and believing and not doubting. He didn't pray to the Father, make the figs die. Make the fever go, Father. He spoke directly to it. Luke ten nineteen. I've given you authority over all the power of the enemy. Did it say some? It says all. That means every bit. All the power. No matter what the enemy pulls, you have all power by grace, Jesus Christ in you. So I can say, all right then, let's, you, know, you want to do that? I'm armed and fully loaded. Let's go. And the enemy's going to be, no, 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 no. Let's not get carried away. He's going to want to stall on that. Your mountain can hear you. I'm going to say it one more time. Your mountain can hear you. Use your faith. Use your authority. Start saying, don't get into sickness, lack, or strife. Do what God says. Be obedient. He says, give this amount, you give that amount. It doesn't have to work out on paper. God will show you, and he'll bless you because of it. Don't allow things to stay that aren't of God. If you want to tolerate them, then you're going to have to put up with it. Don't blame God and say, well, God, I asked you to make it go away. Why didn't you help me? And God says, I gave you the authority to make it go away. Don't tell me about it. Go tell them about me. So how do you know when you should be saying instead of praying? Here's two prayers that God can't answer. If you're asking God to do something he's already done and secondly if you're asking him to do what he told you to do man, that's big if you're asking him to do something he's already done don't have to beg God for stuff you already have and don't say you know what and he's like I told you to do that he said we must speak and we must believe You have to believe what you say. Now, I said this, we heard this yesterday on a podcast, and I'm like, that was so good. And so one of my resolutions, uh, you know, and I don't know about you, but I'm just, I want to try to tell the truth all the time. How about you? If you're like, nope, I'm not, I like lying. That's not a good thing. (laughs) But this is the point. If we make it in our heart to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, so help me God. You know, I'm gonna tell the whole truth. Because if we have a tendency to just go, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna lie. Because faith comes by hearing, right? You will not believe yourself because you hear yourself telling things that aren't true. So it will affect when you're trying to, to tell the truth, or it'll affect your faith when things that need to be true, because you've been hearing things from your own self, and you won't have integrity for yourself. So you don't, you're, you're making your foundation not so good. Does that make sense? So just make up your mind to say, Father, then I break anything I've, I've said and that wasn't true. And Lord, help me to speak the truth. Because real faith will speak and believe what it speaks. Real faith will speak and believe what it speaks. Because faith is talking. It's talking to you. But will you, will you believe it and say it? Number four, are you getting answers? So, do you have fruit from your faith? And we only have this one and one more, and I'm, I'm about finished. Now, thanks for your attention. Just give me just a couple more minutes. Real faith in a real God gets results every time. That's one of the signs of real faith. Now, they don't always happen right away, but as far as you're concerned, they've already happened. And that's why things happen. We've had people that have just said, How did that happen? Well, it didn't happen just the day that they saw it. Kim and I believed for it, stated it, got the word from God before we stated it and knew this is what is supposed to happen, Believe God for it. It happened, and then people are like, oh my gosh, how would that happen? Well, because I did these things I'm telling you. There's no such thing as faith failure because faith works every time. And again, things don't always happen instantaneously. We talked about patience just a couple weeks back, preaching to myself. Yeah. This is something, if we get frustrated with how long it's taking to see the answer, you're probably not in as much faith as you think. Because you believe you receive when you pray, I can be at peace because I know that it's going to happen in his time as long as I stay connected and listen. See, my wife can tell you he's preaching to himself. But I'm telling you that, so you know I'm preaching to myself. How can you tell if you're expecting? No, I'm not talking about being a mother. (laughs) Well... (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking about, are you excited? If you're believing, God put something in you, and, and man, he dropped it in your spirit by the Holy Spirit. You're spending time with God. He's given you a word. You have something to stand on. You know what you're believing. You know what you're saying. It's inside you. As far as you're concerned, it's already happened. Mark eleven twenty three 23 and 24. You prayed. You sowed. You're believing. If you're excited, man, that's probably a great sign because you're expectant. Pastor, how come you're so, you're so psyched, you're so pumped about you know, uh, the miracle healing service? Because he's the one that gave me the idea. I'm, I'm excited because I've seen him do it before time and time again. It's, it's got me excited because I'm expecting. I believe I received when we, when we announced it and we prayed, there are going to be, you mark my word, there are going to be people that will be healed, people that will be filled, people that will be touched. Demons are going to leave. I'm telling you, God has got this thing. John fourteen thirteen. you can ask for anything in my name, and I'll do it so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. So you got to look at your faith. Did you ask him? Is this his will? That's, that's something, again, my wife will help me be accountable. She'll say, what did God say? If God said it, then you can be expecting it. That's pretty cool. If God said it I can be expecting it. So faith is full of anticipation because it is seeing the end result. I can't wait. Oh. I mean in essence that's kind of you can wait cuz it's God. So let me rephrase that or somebody'll go, "Well, that's you said I can't wait and that's not patience." But that's the key to seeing miracles in your life. Expectancy. If you're expecting, you're going to see results. God is always ready to do a miracle. He's, remember, he's looking for people that have that kind of faith. And here's our last one. And you can thank God. It's the last one. You'll be out of here in just a few minutes. Are you putting your hand to this? If you're operating in re, real genuine faith, you'll act on that faith. James 2.17. So you see, faith by itself isn't enough unless it produces good deeds it is dead and useless. Your version may say faith without works is dead. You have to put your hand to it. I'm believing God for this. When He told us you didn't even save a dollar, we got a jug and we started putting money in it, saying yes. And God just started, we were saving our change. And you might say, Brett, change doesn't bring much, but I'm telling you it did. We started every we started getting excited about breaking dollars just to have the change. And in not a long period of time, that change, it was in one of those big pretzel jugs. You know where you can get those big old crunchy pretzels that about break your teeth? Yeah. So I had to eat the pretzels, doggone it. <laughs> but we saved all our change. And that change, bless you, paid for our cabin in Michigan. Paid for it. We did it from our Change. That's amazing. And then before we were, you know, God, God, we were asking God to move the mountain, and God is saying, You're not even saving a dollar. So we had to start speaking to ourselves, to our situation, and put our hand to it and start believing what the word said. Real faith has corresponding action, it does something. So I know that there's some things you're like, I need to take some action on some things. But you got to get. God, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to do it? Give me the plan. Get the strategy from the Lord. That's where you get the Holy Spirit. Show me how you want me to do that. You can't operate faith principles apart from being led by the Spirit. Jesus said, John 15, 7, You remain in me, my words remain in you. You may ask for anything you want, and it will be granted. So he's going to direct you when it comes to acting on your faith first miracle Jesus did is turn the water into wine. His mother asked him to get involved. And she told the guys that were with them, do whatever he says. Whatever he tells you, you do it. And so he gave them specific instruction. Go fill the jars with water. You know, each one of those jars, they said could, could have hold, I forget, that was a large amount, would have taken... A lot But if you do what he says, you get the desired result. You get the end result you've been leaving for. If you need a miracle in your life, are you willing to act by your faith and say, "God, you're going to download to me what I'm going to stand on, what I'm going to believe, what I'm going to say, and I'll do whatever you tell me. Then you can answer that question. Is your faith real? You can't convince me otherwise if I've got it from God. I got the word of God. I know what I'm standing on. I know what He put in my heart. It's confirmed by my spirit of what He said. I believe it's come to pass. I believe I receive it. I don't have to see it yet. I know what's happening. I'm expecting. I can see this now. Because God will call you to a higher level. But you got to make adjustments along the way. You got to tweak some things because we are not perfect. Then when we put our faith to work, we start seeing results, we start seeing fruit. I'm gonna have the band come back and I'm gonna say this line, I want you to remember this line. Sight is a function of your eyes. Vision is a function of your heart. Sight is a function of your eyes. Vision is a function of your heart. We walk by faith, that's vision spiritual insight i see what's ahead that's what my heart says my eyes can see fever they could see all kinds of things lack but my heart sees provision sees fever gone health what are you seeing storybook or real